Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the Best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right, Rob, let's get to it. Now, we're going to bring in Rob G to kind of explain this. I guess Kevin Durant has been on one of his Twitter days where he's responding to a lot of fans and maybe even foes uh, on Twitter. Rob G, uh, bring us up to speed on the latest. That's right. Well, ever since this Bradley Beal trade went down, KD's Twitter fingers have been on overdrive. Mm. You know, he's responding to basically anyone and anyone who's willing to send him something. And today he said some things that got picked up on some of the news outlets regarding influential players of this generation. And in a series of tweets, you know, he's going back and forth with a lot of people. He said, talking about James Harden, James, quote, one of the most influential in the history of the game. And it's insane. Nobody sees it. And he adds right afterwards, Kyrie and Russ, too, inspired a whole generation. They don't ever get credit for it, though. Hmm. You want to tackle that first? No, Rob? Chris, because I don't see it. I just, 
I mean, people follow players who are playing before them. That's natural. I agree, I agree with that. You right. know what I mean? You see somebody, hey, we want to be like Mike. Hey, Kobe Bryant wore his his wristband on his elbow like Mike and walked like him and talked like him, Chris. So I do get that. Um, But, you know, he's just naming people, his former teammates and people. <laughs> and buddies. Yeah, and buddies. And this is what we talk about. This is I know I keep banging the same drum. But this is why I can't take these guys seriously because that's all it is. Is if he would have named two people he didn't play with, Chris, maybe I could buy something, like buy into it. It's always your friends or somebody that you played with, or whatever, and and that's why I just take it with a grain of salt. So you can have the floor because it just it doesn't move me. Well, I, I I will start out with this potential qualifier. Maybe Kevin Durant means something differently than influential, right? Because I do believe that Kyrie and Russ are iconic. And by that, I mean, like, I think 20, 25, 30 years from now, people will remember them. Like, we talk, and not that they're they're not as good as him, but, like, we talk about Oscar Robertson. We talked about him because he averaged a triple-double. And at that point, he was the only player ever to do it. I and Russ did it four out of five years, or four times. It, it, four, yeah, four out of five years, he did it four times. The only player to do it more than once, unless it becomes commonplace. And look, Jokic might do it. I don't know. Luca could do it, maybe. But unless it starts, you know, several players do it. Russell Westbrook is going to go down in history. As, man, this dude averaged a triple-double four out of five years. And people won't remember a lot of the blunders and a lot of the flaws in his game. They'll just remember that and that he was on great teams. He was a Hall of Famer. And, you know, I think that'll make him an icon. I think Kyrie is iconic because of his handle. And, Rob, you know this. So many players do have darn near reverence for Kyrie. Uh, because he's so skilled and his handle is so terrific. Um, I And even a lot of fans, you know, some of them take his side on some of these issues that he, you know, he's had that have been controversial. I uh, remember we had the guy call in last week when we said, uh, who was it we were talking about that, uh, oh, Jokic. Yeah, Jokic not, well, Jokic, you know, not saying that the game isn't the most important thing in his life. And we had one caller say, well, when Kyrie said that everybody got me, I mean, the, some people just don't understand, but they love Kyrie. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that there's a big but difference that's not between influential. the two. Right, that's right. not influential. But I'm just saying, I do think both of those guys will be iconic. And I think Harden, all three are all-time greats. I think Harden, I've said it, Rob, he's one of the elite, the few players ever who I think is an elite scorer and has been able to be an, an elite playmaker when he wants to. You and I raved about him when he first got to the Nets and Kyrie willingly put, took, you know, gave up the ball. And so, and even with Philly this year, there's one problem with James Harden. One, that he fades in the biggest moments, not all the time, but too many times. He fades in the biggest games in the playoffs. But outside of that, I mean, his career has been terrific. 
But I just think influential robs the wrong word. If I'm going to talk about influential players of this era, I'm talking about LeBron James. I'm talking about Steph Curry. I think Jokic will be in that class. But these three are great players, but influential is just the wrong word. Yeah, I mean, you might be right, and maybe that's not he, – he might have meant something else. Um, so I, I don't – like I said, yeah, the influential just doesn't move me into thinking. No, and even, and even um, as you talked about the um, Westbrook and the triple doubles, I, you know what's funny now because I think when he first did it, Chris, it was really something. Absolutely. And the, and then and then got him an MVP, just, Rob. Yeah, and and rightfully so. Remember, they right. had a way better record when he had triple doubles than yep. not. I, we we both looked and said, no, this is not stat padding. This right. is like they win when he gets a triple double. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it just didn't have the same feel for me. Like, I like agree. it just it did it, not that I'm blaming him or saying it was Fugazi or I just didn't it didn't it didn't register. It didn't feel right. I don't know why, Chris. I didn't marvel at it well, after the first time. I didn't. I think that there's a few reasons. Um, I mean, one is, Rob, simply the fact that he kept doing it. I mean, I, I do think that was a part of it. And then what you began to notice in this era is that a lot of guys were getting close. I mean, heck, Jokic almost did it last year. He almost did it last year, indeed. Right? And he's come close, you know, a couple of times. Lucas come close. Uh, LeBron did it in the finals. And I think a lot of that, Rob, is we know the players are shooting more. Um, and there's they're shooting more jumpers and more three-pointers. And what does that do? That leads to long rebounds. So you see guards getting more rebounds than they use, used to do because they're getting these long rebounds. So I think that's part of it. Um, and look, I, I think Jokic might very well do it. Rob, this year Jokic averaged 24.5 points. 11.8 rebounds and 9.8 assists. Oh, he was right on the threshold. So if you round he was right up, there. Right. Yep. If you round up, he's basically there. Look at how much he did it in the playoffs. He 10 of his 20 playoff games, he had triple doubles. So I think all of that is kind of, you know, has kind of watered it down. But I still think un- it, unless it becomes like if Jokic does it, okay, fine, he's going to be an all-time great. But if no one else really does it, Rob, in this era, then I do think that'll, you know, you know, as time goes on, the details get blurred. You know, we're going to remember, you know, and Rob, part of this, and players might need to think about this too. (coughs) Excuse me. Some of the superstars that get criticized now, once they retire and they will get, they won't get criticized very much anymore. You know what I mean? Like if James Harden, let's say he decided he retired and decided to do TV, people would just kind of remember him as an all-time, I think. They will look at him as an all-time great. They might joke with him about never having a ring like they do with Charles, but I don't think people will look at him as, oh, he, he, he melted down all the time or he wasn't this or that. Or Westbrook, I think they'll remember him as an all-time great. They won't look at him like, oh, this guy, you know, he 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 was hard to win with. Or look at what he did with the Lakers. So I, I think that, you know. I'm not convinced of that stance that you have. I'm not, depending on what the circumstances it is, 
what they're talking about. If he if he's on television or he's an analyst and he's criticizing somebody in the postseason, I don't think James Harden will be able to. Where people will be like, "Well, James Harden, well, what did you do? Yeah, you know, you had all these opportunities and you you, you didn't think, come through. You think people? I, I do. I'm not that saying way? that it's going to mar him or people think he's a bum. But if if he's in the limelight or he's doing, because I I always felt that way about Paul Pierce, even though he won a championship and he had he a, was the Finals you know, MVP, yeah, yeah, and and that there was still a little malaise to him. I thought even really, on broadcast. see, I didn't, feel yeah, it. I mean, I, I didn't feel like people just thought, oh, whatever he says is gospel, and maybe it was because of his LeBron takes, you know what I mean, and some yeah, other I mean, stuff. Yeah, I think so, there are a few things he went overboard on that you knew were personal, you know. Right, and then so maybe that and then maybe that away. maybe that did it for me, you know what I mean, where I didn't look at him kind of the same way. But, like, think about when you see Kendrick Perkins or J.J. Redick on TV, we don't – I mean, Perkins was an average player, you know. Yeah, but those, and we but don't you don't have no expectations like, for him. talking about Durant, you know what I mean? Like, what's he doing you, talking about Kevin Durant? But or he wasn't JJ. a star. What's he wasn't he a star in that light. You know, right, like I don't one think one of them was a star. Yeah, I don't think that people look at them that way. Like Tim Legler's been on ESPN for twenty years doing what? Tim Legler was a good player, Chris. He had a yeah, he, he wasn't had even a, a well, regular he, starter. No, but he he won the three point contest one year. Right. Tim Legler, I remember that. Like I covered him. I right. covered the NBA during that. that time. Right. But other than that, it wasn't like so. So a but lot that's of times you can point. Like, you do can you ever to him. watch him? And feel like, and I don't think you, I, I don't for sure, I, I'm guessing you don't, and I don't think the average viewer is looking at Legler or Reddick or Kendrick and thinking, who are they to be talking about Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook or, you know what I mean? Yeah, but but you see the you see the grief that Charles Barkley gets, well, and I'm just saying, yeah. and he's and and he gets grief over it. And, and that's all. I think yeah. players. I think when he like players just don't like his outspokenness. So I think they shoot back at him. But he was going to be an example. I use Rob. I was like Barkley threw a person through a window, spit on a fan, went to Houston with Elijahwan and Drexler, and then Elijahwan and Pippen didn't win. Um, Scottie Pippen left and said, "This is what Michael was talking about." I should have believed Mike when he said. Barkley didn't work hard enough. He'll never win. Like, there were a lot in the moment, there was a whole lot of criticism about Barkley. He didn't defend. Like, he would really be now, he's a, obviously a great player, but he also would get a lot of criticism today. And again, because he's never won. So I think, but I don't, I think we generally don't think of that. I don't. When I'm thinking, when I'm hearing Barkley, I'm I'm thinking, man, this dude's a great player. I'm not thinking. Oh, he had his warts, even though he did. But, but you know, maybe it's different strokes for different folks. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 
4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Rob, there was an MLB players poll and uh, in The Athletic, and they talked about uh, – they, they interviewed 103 players, all anonymous, of course, which means you can get some truth out of that. Uh, 22 teams were represented, and they asked them all sorts of questions. One of the big ones was which one player, if you could build – 
Start a team with one player. Which guy would it be? To me, it's no surprise that Shohei Otani run going away. He got 45.6% of the vote. Rob, as you know, that is a lot. I mean, when you can get basically half of the vote. Yeah, that's an incredible number. Sure. That's a lot. Um, Aaron Judge was second, and he only got 14.5%. So what are your – I mean, do you agree with that, disagree? Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I'm I'm torn. I, I get it in the here and now because of what he's doing. Chris, you take the pole and he's pitching well and he leads the major leagues in home runs. You know what I mean? And you know what he's done already. He won an MVP. But I don't think he's going to be a dual threat his entire career. I think that's where I question it. When you take away, Chris, the pitching, is he the best hitter? If, if he was just a hitter, would you take Otani over Judge if he was just a hitter? Well, I, I, I honestly, look, I love Judge, but honestly, I have to say this. If Otani, Rob, check this out. He leads the league. The league, not, well, not the uh, one of the league. He leads not the, the entire, AL, right. Right, not the entire AL. major the, league right. baseball in home runs, total bases, slugging percentage, OPS. He leads in all of that. I mean, that now, and Rob, I would say this, and I think you have to at least consider this. Now, we don't know, to be honest, whether it would be true or not. But I think you at least have to consider that if he didn't pitch, he would be an even better hitter. I'm not, I'm not convinced Is that fair? of that. No. I, I'm not, I don't know either. We, neither one of us knows. No, I'm not saying that. But there's I a know, reason not, that they don't I'm, let guys do both because right. they want you to focus on one, presuming you'll be better at either one. If you don't have to worry about the other, so I, I, I gotta get that. think. You know, all those days he's pitching. I don't mean in the game, but just in what well, you know, they're not practicing. Well, a preparation lot, but you know too. Mean. You know, but right. pitching Chris is a preparation that Absolutely. goes with us making a start. Right. So he's all that time now is focused on hitting, and so I, I, I mean, I again, neither one of us knows for sure, but I would think, Rob, I think it's fair to say he would be a better hitter. He, I had the stat. This this is the stat that I had, Chris, the other day, and I and, and Rob G. You might have remembered, Chris. You might remember. Right? You help me out. Aaron Judge before he got injured was on pace to to uh, to have an OPS. I can't remember what the exact number, but he was going to have like an over seven hundred or something OPS and do it for a second well, year OPS, in a row. I mean, you mean not slugging. No, I thought I gotta find but it. But OPS, I mean OPS, um Otani leads the league one point yeah, no, oh no. one five. He leads it now, but so I'm I saying think, no, I, but I think I, Judge was like but I'm saying it wasn't seven hundred. You oh, might be talking see. about um slugging percentage. Maybe Because uh, OPS, I mean, is he Judge was in the ones, one point oh two or something like that. I, I got I gotta look but but the only other two players who did it was something like Mickey Mantle, I, I'll find it. Mickey Mantle, Aaron Judge, Barry Bonds, and maybe Hank Aaron or something like that. Those were the players. Right now he's at 1.078. I might have the wrong stat. Uh, but my point is that he's in a class by himself. Like he's not a, there's no Otani in that. There, those guys. Otani actually is right there. No, he's leading now, 1.05. is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's two. 
hundredths of a point. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get it. But my point is, I don't think – I think people look at Otani and think, oh, he's going to do this his entire career. And, and I don't believe that. I don't believe ultimately – I think ultimately he will become one or the other. And that's why if he becomes a hitter – I would take Aaron Judge. And I don't think he's the best pitcher in baseball. No, he's not. I think there are other guys who are better than him. He's he's a top five hitter, and I'd say a top ten pitcher. Right. That's fair. Doing both. That's that's fair. But his lifetime lifetime batting average, if you look at his numbers, could lifetime. And I'm not not trying to— He's freaking 20. He's just only played a few years. No, I, I get it, but I'm saying there's some number. He was like batting like 267. Do you have his numbers in front of you? 271. Okay, so it's Judge 271. 284. Lifetime, which isn't like fantastic. I mean, right, that's, well, 284 ain't, you know. No, I'm just saying okay. the two, They're 271. They're good. They're solid. Um, but I, I think if with a dual threat, there's no doubt you would take him, Chris. In the here and now, yes, you would take him. I'm not kidding myself. I'm not trying to talk myself out of it in the here and now, but I don't think that he's going to be that guy the entire career, and I don't know if I would pass up on a slugger like Aaron Judge and what he does, Chris, not only at the plate and for himself, but we talk about it all the time, what he does to that lineup to make other players around him better. The Yankees are a great team when he plays, and they're just a good team when he doesn't play. Right. And no, that's hard to get from people that they make that much of an impact, still in that, you know, placing them just in the batting order and what he does. But you're leaving out something, uh, something else he always does. He I already hurts. know what you're going to say. I no, get I'm, it. I'm serious. Like, that alone, I shouldn't say that alone, but that's a factor. Otani is more dependable in terms of health. Well, Rob, what did we talk about? The I'm reason not the Yankees didn't. I, I mean, and that's a factor. I'm shocked that you're leaving that out. I, Four years ago, argue. he played 28 games. I get it, it was a pandemic, but still, he only played 28 of what they played, 60? They played 60 that year. This, yeah. this year, he's played 49 games. Shohei Otani's played 72, and he's freaking pitching. I mean, that is a factor. Aaron Judge is injury prone, which is why the Yankees didn't. He's not as injury prone as as your boy. Um, the other, I can't believe his name's off the, off the tip Stanton. of my tongue. Stan, yeah, yeah. He's not as injury prone as him, but he he is injury prone. Might be a tad strong, but Rob, that's why the Yankees didn't give him that deal right away, right? Which we both understood. And last year, he comes out and he's healthy and it's all good. And then he gets the contract. And I'm not saying that there's a correlation, but now all of a sudden, he's hurt again. And so, he, Rob, in his eight years, and I get it the first year, you know, you're young, you're only playing sparingly. But in his seven years, if you include this one, he's only had three where he essentially played a full year. You know, in the 148, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt with the 148 games as basically a full year. So I, I just think that has to factor in, too. Judge is great, but the injuries and then the fact that Otani gives it to me at the plate and on the mound, 
I got to go with Shohei. I, I I can't argue. I, I'm not. I can't even argue with that. But I'm just saying, if he's doing either or, that would change whether or not I would pick him. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? If, it, if, he, if it he was, might he, have three, four more years of this. If it, but if it was either or, do you do you understand what I'm saying? If he say if you no, picked I, him and I, said if he's a hitter, and I said to you, Chris, who you taking, Otani or Judge as just a hitter? I think you would take Judge. Well, right now, I think Judge is a better hitter. Okay, that's what I'm but saying. Right. I would. I honestly would want to see Otani as a hitter or a pitcher by himself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, not doing the other. Because I do, I, I, I mean, don't look. We don't know. No, but no, no. We don't know. Think, and you're right. He you might be think, better. Though, you would think he's going to be better at either one of them if he just focuses on that. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, You'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. But in the meantime, we're going to return to baseball. An interesting story out of St. Louis. Now, David Freeze, who was a, a very solid infielder for the Cardinals, and he's also from St. Louis, was voted by the fans to be in the club's Hall of Fame, the Cardinals Hall of Fame, obviously right. not the Baseball Hall of Fame. And he, after much thought and deliberation, turned it down because he didn't think he was worthy of being in the Cardinals Baseball Hall of Fame. And he grew up in St. Louis, Chris. Like he's a he's a he's he grew up as a Cardinals fan. He had like to play for your hometown team and and he has the utmost respect for all the players who are in the St. Louis Cardinals Hall. You know what I mean? I want to just give some context. Like he's not dissing the organization or anything like that. He didn't think he was good enough. He's worthy, right. But I I look. He was not a great player. He he won't have any consideration for the Baseball Hall of Fame and all that. But I think he should have accepted the honor. And I agree. He's It's not a disrespectful thing to the team because, you know, he's doing it out of the, the right place. Like, his attitude is just, I wasn't good enough. I don't think I belong in there. But the fans think you belong. The fans voted you in. And again, I'm not going to say he's disrespecting them or anything. But Rob, the reason they voted, first of all, he was a solid player. He made an all-star team. He was a career 277 hitter. Chris, he that's wasn't a not Hall of hitter. Fame. Hold on. No, we ain't talking Hall of Fame. We're talking about the team's Hall of Fame. And, and you know what he did in 2011 to lead, lead, yes, lead them to that World Series was nothing short of magical. Magical. We still now we still remember Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson was nobody's Hall of Famer, but we remember Kirk Gibson for the shot that he, the home run he hit for the Dodgers. And he's not going to be in the guy, Dodgers Hall of Fame. He's not going to be in the Dodgers Hall well, of Fame. Well, he also didn't say he was one hit. This guy said uh, team and Major League Baseball playoff records for total bases and RBIs during their run to the World Series championship. He was the National League Championship Series MVP and the World Series MVP. Like, he caught lightning in a bottle, man, and got busy. They don't have that championship without him. So I I, I think he should have accepted it. I give the guy a lot of credit because – all the Hall of Fames are watered down. They're putting everybody and anybody in. And he's saying, I got standards. I had a great World Series. I had one year, I was unbelievable. But one year, Chris, and one run doesn't make you worthy of a team's Hall of Fame. Some of the greatest players, Stan the Man Musial, one of the greatest hitters in baseball history, is a St. Louis Cardinal. 
He's in the St. Louis Cardinal Hall of Fame. He's saying to himself, I don't belong in the same sentence with him or Lou Brock or Ozzie Smith who won 14 straight gold gloves. And I'm not talking about the Baseball Hall of Fame, Chris. I'm talking about in St. Louis. He's just saying, I did have a great run, and I understand why the fans would love him, Chris. You never forget when you win a World Series as a fan. Am I right? It don't happen that often. Yeah, that's what you want. But does that mean you belong in the Hall of Fame? And 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 the car I know it's not the baseball Hall of Fame, but the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. That's a storied franchise. It's not like Chris, other than the Yankees, which team has won more World Series? Second place to the Yankees. No, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. They're that kind of franchise. This is not like, well, Tampa Bay won only one World Series and David Freeze was the guy who got it done. You're in the Tampa Bay Hall of Fame, right? If you only won one and he was the reason why. That makes sense? Well, when, when was the last when they won? Oh, it was after that. What was that? That's 2011? No, it was him. They've been in the, another one. Oh, but the been, last okay. one they won was 2011. So that was a. What Who was that, knows 12 when years they'll ago? win another one? That was 12 years ago. They ain't looking ago. like they're going to win it this year. That's for darn sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, they gotta... I get it. Look, obviously he's not, I mean, Stan Musial and guys like that. Of course not. Right. Ozzie Smith. But still, I mean, they, they deemed it like, man, our last great. I mean, they've had great, very good teams since then. So it's not like. That's the last year they were good. Right, right, right. But it's they just the haven't last won the World year they Series, won right. it, and who knows when they'll win it again. And he was, I don't know what happened to him that year, Rob, but he was something special that in that run. That's what No, he had an unbelievable that run. And you know baseball is, a, well. baseball is a streaky thing, Chris. You yep. could be hot for two or three weeks, or you could be ice cold and not get a hit oh, in the yeah. postseason. Yeah, like no It's doubt. either or feast or famine. But, Chris, let, let me just spin this a little bit, okay? Because David Freeze didn't, didn't want to go in, think about the sports, all sports, not just baseball. Who would you take out of the Hall of Fame? Who do you think, who would you take out if you're, and I, we want to hear from you guys too listening, who doesn't belong? Who would you say got in and you would want to take them out of the Hall of Fame? <laughs> and Chris, I got a couple. Well, I, I got one with, off the top of my head, Scott start, Rowland. Scott Rowland, we both agree, okay? This is the odd couple's going to agree. <laughs> yeah. Scott Rowland would be number one, Chris. He would be out of my would be out of the Hall of Fame. In the NBA, it would be Tracy McGrady oh, see, out I, of the Hall I, of Fame. Man, I, I'm not going there. Okay, hold on. And my last one, John Riggins, Chris. You remember with the uh, Washington, John Riggins made one Pro Bowl. He was an All-Pro one. But he won that Super Bowl, so he got in with Washington. But he only made one Pro Bowl and one All-Pro, Chris. That ain't a Hall of Fame career. I hear you. But it, it, and I, 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 look, Riggins, for most of his career, was thought of as an as a solid back, right? I mean, he was okay. But, Rob, I, and I, I, I tend to agree with you. But he put together a stretch. It was two years, really, where dude was freaking dominant. 
Remember that? Like when they Chris, won one all pro. I, I mean, know. I'm just saying. I mean, like, and, and, and look, it ain't easy to be all pro, especially back in that era. As no, a running no, back. no. But you would think more than once is what right. I'm saying. I, I feel you. But re- do you agree that right there at that run in the 80s, Riggins was like one of the top running backs in the league. He was viewed. He had a 1300 yard season and 24 touchdowns, which led me, the league. Okay. Let me and ask then you he this. had another year. He had 1,200 the next year in 14. I get it, but it was kind of his, his impact felt outsized during that little but, run they had. But, Chris, even during those two years you're talking about? Yeah. 3.6 yards a carry. That's not impressive. That's, that, that's not like uh, you got to go to the Hall of Fame. 3.6. Nah, they, handed, they handed him the ball a lot. Yep. And they, they went to back-to-back Super Bowls, too, remember? so that, Right, that I'm probably, saying his name was I mean, up there. They were like the top, right, they were a top team, and he was the horse. bell cow. He was yeah, the horse. So it, it, I, I, I agree. I mean, it did feel like, like if you had asked me, you know, say, before we brought up the topic, how many Pro Bowls did John Riggins make? I you wouldn't think it was one. Or five. Yeah, I would have thought he made more. He wasn't a he wasn't a phenomenal running back by by any stretch. Let me ask you this, Chris. Um, I, I okay, get that. so so we agree on Scott Rowland, who just got in, is going to be yeah. in stride. We instri- don't agree on Tracy McGrady. Okay, uh, no. Give me an NBA. Give me somebody from the NBA that that you just off the top I'm of your head to who got off the in. Top of my head, I mean, I, I don't. You don't have anybody I'd like have to you look thought. at the list. Yeah. Okay. Before I came with somebody off the top of my head, you have anybody else? So, um, Rob G, jump in here too, because you, you you're uh, in tune. I was thinking, uh, not NBA wise. I was trying to think in the, in the NFL. There's some like uh, kickers, Chris, who don't have uh, John Stenaru. You remember him? John Stenaru. Yeah. John Stenaru. I'm sorry, yeah. John Stenaru. Right? You remember him? Yeah, but he was a great kicker. Okay. I mean, we could argue about a lot of kickers. You know, and Chris. Guess how many percent? What was his percentage? How many kickers are even in? Well, I'm looking at it now. He he converted only sixty seven percent of his six. Chris, not even seventy five. Sixty seven. That's that's missing. You're making two out of three. That's not great. I will say this: like when you go to Adam Vinatieri, I bet you if you look up, can you? I bet you look up Adam Vinatieri. I bet you he's at eighty percent, Chris, or somewhere like that. Like. Uh, Adam Vinatieri, percentage of field goals made, eighty three point eight. Eighty three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what that's Hall of Fame. I, I'll say this though, Robin. I'm not gonna name names. I'm not trying to take anybody out of Hall of Fame. They're in. They're in. Um, but if you go back in the day, and I and I'm even accounting for like the difference in stats, and I'm talking about football, basketball, maybe even baseball. I haven't looked as closely at baseball. Mm-hmm. But, and again, I'm understanding the era, right? I'm not holding the quarterbacks to the same standard, right, as they are held today because it was such a different game and all that. But there are guys, and again, in the NBA, that you're like, wow. I mean, when you really break down their numbers or or their winning or lack thereof, you do say, wow, he was a Hall of Famer. You know, I, there's a basketball player I can think of, and I actually am a big fan, but only made one all-star team and not in, and he's in the Hall of Fame. He made one all-star team. I mean, it's, you brought up 
uh, John Riggins. And so it was a little different back then. How about really Bill Bradley? Was. Bill Bradley with the Knicks, one all-star game. Yeah. And he I made, know that, I know. if I'm not mistaken, okay, no, he made, okay, yeah. What? Well, I thought he might have. It's, it's DeBusher, I think, who's on the top 50. And now, the, yeah, DeBusher's on the all-75 team. Now, he made eight all-star teams. but So that's, from, that's um, different, from, that's different okay. from, from Bill Bradley, Chris. Yeah. Do you think one all-star game? Like, for real, <laughs> that's not Hall of Fame. I'm, yeah. That's just not. No, I feel you. I feel you. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.